It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello and welcome to Bleeding Blue. This week we are going to be quickly going through some of our favorite recent played games against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because the Giants play a football game tonight at 8.30. We are recording on game day, releasing an episode on game day, which is exciting. We've never done that before. So snacks without further ado. Let's relive some of the glory days for the New York football Giants and let's bleed blue. Snacks, 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 snacks. How are you? I'm okay. I don't have much of a voice, but oh, why? What were you doing? Um, so this weekend I was uh, I did some karaoke with my friends. Not like actually karaoke, but you what what song or songs are your go to karaoke songs? I have a few. Number one is "White Wedding" by Billy Idol. Nice. That is number one. Um, and then you get the killers in there. You go Mr. Brightside when when you were young. Um, you know, s- s- simple stuff like that. But then we then we start diving into the to the to the Bruce Springsteen and and, and that stuff. So um yeah, it's why I have no voice and you know, I'm not mad about it, but it is what it is. What was that I don't song know, that you I don't sang know. for the the BDGE awards? Every breath you yes. take. Yeah, I nailed that. That was beautiful. I, yeah, I yeah. may, I said I wasn't going to do editing. I may put that at the end of the show. Like, yeah. I, I've done it before. I've done it before. As I, like that would be like the concluding song. I think I'm going to forever do that. You hate me, don't you? I do it. I do it because I love you. Snacks, breaking news. I heard from an inside. No, actually, no, I didn't hear. You're my inside source. You have some breaking news. You got a call from a giant insider while you were recording Bagels and Locks this past weekend. Correct. And what was that news that you received? Yeah, I was told not to tell anybody, but since I already aired it on the YouTube waves, I figured I might as well do it for our listeners here, right? Um, so apparently, and this guy hits at 100% accuracy rate, so you have to believe what he says. Um, it's not appa- incarcerated, Bob. It's not. No, it is not him. Uh, apparently... An old friend at halftime during the Giants-Buccaneers game tonight is going to make his way back onto the field. Um, sounding like Eli Manning is going to take the field as this Giants starting quarterback. Uh, wow. In quarter three. Yeah. Yeah, Giants um, signed him to a, to a one-day deal. And he's going to be back. He's going to be back. And when we're losing at halftime, he's going to come back and, and he's, he's going to pull out the win against Tom Brady, his son as he's done numerous times in the past that we all know about. That's a little Giants history for you. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, Eli Manning has been successful against Tom Brady. I have gained a newfound appreciation for Eli Manning this week because Snacks, I'm legitimately afraid Daniel Jones is going to die. Disagree. Tonight. Disagree. Big disagree. I think, I think we win. 24-21. Wow. Good for you. Just saying. Good for you. Um, the Bucks haven't had as good as of a defense that they have right now, probably since 2003. And luckily, there's been some matchups that we have pre-selected today. There hasn't been a ton of times that we've played the Bucks. Snacks. What are what are some games? You don't have to tell us the whole exactly what happened in the games that didn't make the cut. But what were some games that you were looking at, maybe early mid 2000s, that didn't like Giants Bucks that didn't make the cut because there were yeah. some nasty ones that you that you were telling me about. Oh, there were some brutal ones. There was um, I I want to point out one. I, I was trying to find one from like pre when we were really like relevant and alive and breathing. Um, so I went back to like before Collins, or I was hoping to find one with with, with Kerry Collins, and um, there was none with him, or there was, but it was a loss, so we don't talk about that. But there was one from '99. It was seventeen thirteen, and, and um, uh, what's his name? Um, Christ, Kent Graham. Kent Graham. Kent Graham. Dude, he went twelve for twenty four for ninety one yards. Oh, great! Gross. Trent Dilfer the, was the uh, Bucks quarterback. How did the man that goes unspoken slash we don't say his name on this podcast? How did he do? You know what's funny? He didn't play. Oh, he does not show up in the stat sheet. So I assume. He was drafted what ninety nine, right? So he was probably a rookie that year. Yeah, whatever. He sucked. He sucks. He really does. There was one in um. There was one in two thousand six. Another really boring game it was seventeen three. Um, that was like Bruce Gradkowski uh, was quarterbacking for the Bucks and and Eli. You know, he did his sixteen for thirty one hundred fifty four yards and a touchdown. Didn't do much. Oh God. Uh, yeah. So um, player not to be named. 68 yards on the ground. Um, Jacobs had 41. There was just just not much of, of anything in in 2006. Um, now, granted, he, here's a little here's a little something about the whole Eli Hall of Fame thing. Okay, I'm listening. First ballot. We've only we've only yes yes we've only <laughs> obviously have done this for the second game this year. Going going back and looking at previous games, and specifically, we're we're not going back. And we're not talking about, you know, the, the game that Lawrence Taylor had 17 sacks against the worst team of all time in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in like the 70s and the 80s. We're mm-hmm. not we're not going back. We, we will. We wish that we were doing that. But this season, we're not. We're just going back Correct. to the games that we can remember um, and that we can just easily readily talk about without doing much prep. But this is now the second week in a row where we've looked at Eli Manning, a few matchups against a certain team and. There have been multiple matchups where you look back and it's like, oh, Eli, Eli didn't really put up like a ton of yards, a ton of attempts, a ton of completions, etc. So a lot of people want to use the whole narrative of, oh, well, it's irrelevant to look at Eli Manning's passing yards and his touchdown rankings simply because he was in an era where you're throwing the ball a hell of a lot more than you were in the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, etc. Uh-huh. But I don't know, Snacks. We have This is two weeks now 
where we've seen previous Eli games that have resulted in wins. And it wasn't necessarily just, oh, Eli put up 300 yards and 35 passing attempts, and that's why they won. So, hey, because it's crazy to think about even just how much the game was different in 2008 to 2020. It, it really is crazy when you look oh, at the box scores. Oh, I know. And that's what, that's like why I was saying, you know, with the Kent Graham in the, in the game in 06 or, or whenever it was that the, the box was just so ugly. Like there's nothing that sticks out. So I wasn't going to put one of those slap dick games in there. Um, oh, I like that slap dick games. Nice. Okay. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. Um, I don't know where that came from, but um, yeah, no, it, the, the revolution or the evolution of the game and what we see today, as opposed to a, a time in 08 is ridiculous. Just my two cents, because the first game I think we're going to talk about, and I, I don't know if you, you were going on, you were going here with this, um, but but did you check Eli's? Did you check Eli's numbers for this game? Yeah. Yep. This was. I feel like this sums. This is the game. This sums it up, right here. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the game that you're referring to. Yeah. Huh. 4134, September 16th, 2012, start time 103. <laughs> Very important to note. Tom Coffin head coach Greg Schiano, mm-hmm. New Jersey's own. That's right. Rutgers Prime, Rutgers football. Rutgers football's back. You see that? He's hit fucking crazy. Like that ended up uh, that ended a game. Yeah. Play. Oh yeah. my gosh. They should have counted it. I for real. Like, what are you doing taking a look at that and overturning it? But whatever. Rutgers. Um, I really wanted them to beat Indiana. That would have been a nice statement, but they're, they they're on the right have, track. They wouldn't have won. They wouldn't no, have won no. if they scored the touchdown. No, no, no. I know they, they would have covered the spread though. Score. Right. Oh boy. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're betting on uh, if you're into that, if, yeah. If if you're betting on uh, college kids who don't even you know make get money paid. themselves, uh-huh. they get paid themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this and game if you're betting Rutgers, you probably got some some loose bolts in your head anyway. But go ahead. Yeah. But this game was uh, 31, uh, 41-34 was the final score. Giants were down 24-13 to 13 at the end of the half. Eli Manning threw three first-half interceptions. Were you at this game? Uh, no, I was not. I was. Were you? So you remember yes. this pretty vividly. I remember the second half and the end of the game pretty vividly. I think I blocked out the first-half nightmare. It's probably a good idea. Probably a good idea. So yes, this was um, quite the roller coaster of a ride, to say the least. And I'm looking at this. I'm sorry, real quick. In the first quarter, um, Lawrence Tyne's 24 yard field goal. I would love to know. I would love to know what was it fourth and one where we decide a 24 yard three point field goal is better than trying to go for it. I, that yeah, just annoyed, uh, that it, just annoyed me. Yeah, because I, I think what you're ten yards from the from the end zone to the gold posts, correct? Seventeen yards. So I, I think we might have been on the seven yard the line. seven yard line. So you so it's for, it's it, it's goal. Well, no, I guess not. If it's if it's fourth and goal from the seven yard line, fine. I yes, mean, I, I mean, hey, I mean, I no, hey, I would I would love your I would love to hear your your radical analytics take of hey, you know what? I don't give a fuck if it's fourth and goal from the seven yard line. You fucking go for it. There there there's like a good argument to be made that you would rather go for it and rather have the ball on the seven yard line in a goal to goal situation than the two yard line, because then 
the field opens yeah, up. The playbooks more. open more. Yep, yep. That's right, for sure. Right, right. That's for sure. Um, I would hate to be like in in the Giants' glory days. I would have hate to be like the analytics guy that I am right now because I don't think it, it would definitely not be as enjoyable. Oh hell no! Oh, you drive yourself been. nuts. It wouldn't have been. I mean, 2011 would have been really fun. Just watching Eli sling it and then come back in the fourth quarter and just be like, look at how fucking good Eli is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, Gi- Gi- Giants, Giants, be lo- Giants be losing. They were losing every game. And then, of course, he comes. That, oh, man. Can we just real quick, real quick. It's so funny to me. It's like that 2011 season, you knew when they were losing. Like, you just, okay, when are we coming back? There was no hesitation. Crazy. Crazy. Eli got the ball back in a two-minute situation. All right. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Game on. Now you're all in big, big trouble. Uh huh. Yeah. But that's 2011. This is 2000. It would have. It would have been a whole let Eli Cook movement. I'm pretty damn sure. Yeah. You know, because uh, you know, odds are, because you can Russell Wilson was doing the same thing. Uh, this is going to be wild. I. Re- this is really a Giants. A Giants take. And if there's anybody that's just an NFL fan that's listening to this, I'm sorry for this statement that I'm about to say. But do it again. Giants Homer statement. Do it. Russell Wilson in previous years, you know, 2019, 2018, not necessarily this year, because they've just they've let Russell Wilson just rock and roll this year. You know, in terms of second and long over 90 percent of the time, they're throwing it like that's bananas. And they should as they should. But in years past. Russell Wilson and the way the Seahawks were holding him back, you can make an argument was just like 2011 Eli Manning, where all Russell Wilson had to do as, you know, over the years, because the Seahawks, they would be behind in games constantly by multiple scores. And then what would Russell Wilson have to do? Come back in games, come back in games, come back in mm-hmm. games. And that's exactly what 2011 was for Eli. That's it. Isn't that crazy? Ridiculous. And he did, he did just that. I mean, Obviously not the same player because Russell Wilson could, you know, use his feet and move around. But even with a trash bag offensive line in front of him, Eli did that same exact thing. Did that same exact thing. Ugh. And he did it and he did it in this game in, in twenty twelve against the Bucks. Which what was the what was the halftime score? The halftime score was twenty four to thirteen. Only one offensive touchdown. Mm-hmm. In that, which happened in the second quarter, and it was from Hakeem Nick's twenty-three yard pass from Eli Manning. Probably one of those. Just Hakeem Nick's run runs a a twenty-yard fade to the back of the end zone, and he uses those big hands to just moss a dude. That's what mm-hmm. I'm. That's what I'm thinking. How that went uh-huh. Uh-huh. on the top of my head. Yeah. Um. Well, listen. Like you said, you you blacked out the first half, so obviously, um. You don't remember anything that happened in the first half because that's usually what happens when you black out. Did you know that? Yeah, uh, I, have, I haven't haven't been in that situation often. You know who scored the game winning touchdown? Yeah, your favorite giant of all time. I have a jersey of his, which is ridiculous. I'm gonna it's get no an offense. Orleans Starquad jersey next. Why? He hasn't been on the team in three years. He's my favorite two six. That's why. Well, that's a good point. I hate the current two six, but yeah. No, I, I I shouldn't say that. And I'm sorry. I, I, I love be, the current 2-6. Just, uh, love him. I love him too. Great kid, great ball player. Terrible pick. Yeah. Um, but we don't get into that. Although Victor that is Cruz technically had a big 80-yard touchdown. So Victor Cruz and Hakeem Nix were basically the team. 
Uh, 10 catches for Hakeem Nicks, 199 yards. Just couldn't get that extra yard, could you? 11 catches, 179 <laughs> yards. Both had a touchdown. Uh, Hakeem Nicks had a long of 50 yards uh, for one of his, his catches. Victor Cruz had an 80-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter. Do you remember what the 80-yard touchdown looked like? Um, I think it just throw it over the top. Throw over the top, over over the top, the top. of safety. Yeah, it wasn't like a like a like a screen, and then Cruz went with it. But um, he, he threw it over. The See, top. isn't that almost, isn't that how positive. it's supposed to work? Where oh, isn't you that how think, it's supposed yeah. to work? Where routes routes are playing off of each other, so you have a safety that comes down into the box because you have uh, a guy that's running a screen, and then you have maybe a wheel route over the top that's pulling whatever corner. You know that that that's routes playing off of each other, Jason Garrett. Um, <laughs> So that's Jason fun, Garrett does right? listen that's, to this, by the way. So yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, yeah, he does. Um, I yeah, he does. actually, he was uh, he dressed up uh, for <laughs> for Halloween as himself, and we uh, I posted the video on Halloween that um, uh-huh. I was Dave Gettleman, Jason Garrett was Jason Garrett, and we did a video together. How it was very nice of him. Yeah, yeah, I really I set you up for that one, didn't I? Very, very, very nice of them. Um, so that's that's 2012. Eli Manning was Eli Manning. <laughs> um, uh, and, yeah, and yes, this week, yes. and this week, I've grown a more of a greater appreciation for Eli Manning. Oh, good! It's about time. Nothing to say. Nothing to say. Nothing it's to say. About What's up time. next? Uh, what do we got next? Okay, why don't we go? Why don't we go to a play? You want to talk about a playoff game? Let's talk about a playoff game. Let's talk about a playoff game. Um, because we haven't seen one of those in a very long time, but. Uh, let's go to January 5th, 2008. And as you people may know, um, 2008 was the, uh, the year we, we, you know, the Patriots, they had like that 18 game winning streak or something. Um, it was that Super Bowl. I don't know if you remember Justin, um, but that was it. This game was not, not flashy, not exciting. Um, but it kind of just was kind of like the formula for, for the Giants team that year, so to say. Uh, Eli, no mistakes. You know, he was efficient 20, 2017. Um, by the way, this is the wild card game. Um, Giants won 24, 14 in Tampa. This was John Gruden's last game as Bucks coach. Uh, like I said, there really wasn't many fireworks, but, um, you know, hundred yards on the ground from Jacobs and Bradshaw. Um, there wasn't much from Eli. Jeff Garcia, Jeff Garcia was the Bucks quarterback. Did you, did you remember that? I totally yes. forgot about that. He yes. was a giant. He was a Giants killer when uh, in Philly and in um, that wild card game in two thousand two with San Fran. San Fran, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nothing crazy here. Um, Jacobs, you know, he had actually wow. Jacobs, Jacobs caught a pass for a touchdown. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and I was gonna say the the running game, you know, because I'm a I'm an analytics guy, and. You know, you could say that the Giants, the Giants offense, you know, they had they had 100 yards, but still the running game wasn't all that great. It, it wasn't. No, they, it, was they not. Weren't, it was not. They weren't extremely efficient. You know, Jacobs was 17 carries, 66 yards. Uh, I'm, yes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Bradshaw was 17 carries for 66 yards. Jacobs was 13 carries, 34. So that's Jacobs was definitely not efficient. But Eli was, and you said it, Eli was extremely efficient. And this was a game mm-hmm. that, Eli really needed in yes. the playoffs. Oh yeah, you know, big time. Because really needed. You know, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, because I'm even thinking of of previous playoff appearances. You know, we're in 06, 05, especially 05 against the Panthers. Felt like it was ever. How many times against? Did we? I think we had multiple collapses in the playoffs against the Panthers 
in Eli's career. Could be just that one, but it really scarred me. Uh, yeah, no, it was just that one. Um, it was just lost, that one. They I lost, felt like it was they two. They lost twenty three nothing in two thousand five. His worst uh, or his first year as a starter. They won the division. They lost like I think it was like twenty three nothing, and they were playing guys literally signed off the street that week. They had everybody and their mother was fucking injured that week. Yeah. So. And then what about 06? What happened in the the next Philly. year when we beat Washington? Oh, and that was the yeah, that was uh we were a eight Philly collapse. That, yeah, we were eight and eight, and um I think it was like we lost uh lost by three points, played them tough. Um, that was that eight and eight team is a lot better than than their record in my opinion. Um, but you know. Quentin Scumbag, uh, number 21, had to decide mid-year that he wants to announce his retirement and put the focus on him and the distraction and everything. So we uh, we fell short to Philly there. So you're right. This was a very big playoff game for Eli. He was in the yeah. playoffs two years prior to that. Um, number one overall pick. You traded the world to get him. So that third playoff game on the road, that's a, that's a big deal. And, you know, he was efficient, did exactly what he had to do. Toomer went seven for seven for 74 yards. He had a... Oh, I think he had like a signature toe tap touchdown in the right corner of the end zone as well. Uh huh. I'm sure. So that's tumor was automatic. Tap tumor tumor was tumor was very underrated throughout that entire playoff run because he, was. he had he was. a huge play in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Broke that and tackle, the huge, and sprung it. Yep. Yep. At the off that left sideline, then the huge game that he had here with the touchdown. So and and little, in Green Bay, Monty Tumor love. And in Green Bay, I'm pretty sure it was a third down, the NFC Championship game. It led to points where he toe-tapped on the sideline. Like, full extension dive and toe-tap. Um, just pointing that out there. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. Look Monty at, Toomer look at, look, look at us. Anybody in the defense have a noteworthy game? Nah. Maybe he got a sack. Strahan got a sack. And that's about it. Any Q- three QB hits by Strahan, too. Fred oh, Robinson you, lo- you love QB hits. That's right. Yeah, well, well, they they can make they make a significant. Oh, yeah, fucking Leonard Williams. Mm-hmm. That was a little nod to Leonard Williams. That's um, right. Hey, Fred, Fred Robinson, Barry Cofield, both had a quarterback hit. So you know, those you are two of my favorite players ever. Yes, that's why I brought them up. Uh huh. I know. I so don't you. be don't be sleeping on the don't be sleeping on the QB hits that o- OC had a, two QB hits as well. Yeah, okay. Um, Kawika Mitchell, oh. oh, I loved him. Good. Jay Jay Alford and Dave Tollison. Dave Tollison is a friend of the program. We're gonna have him on this offseason. I will say that one hundred percent. We're gonna have Dave Tollison on. He'll he'll definitely love to do this. Oh um, yeah, he he's a big big Giants history guy. So that actually works he's, out. He's a big Giants history guy. He's a big Giants um, history guy. <laughs> so yeah, we so, have one more so, game to go to. Yes. So there's not much. Um, nothing. Nothing crazy from this game. But it was Eli's first playoff win, and um, probably the most meaningful. Giants Bucks game in terms of like game importance, uh, so I had to put it in there. By the way, I just real quick, um, I just want to go back to the first game um, from 2012. That game, if you guys remember, was Tom Coughlin wanted to murder Greg Chiano because the oh, last we, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, and it just it I popped can't in believe my... I forgot it. No, it's okay. It's all good. So I just I just say it real quick. So obviously the Giants, they you know they went up and they were in victory formation. And obviously, you just take a knee. The defense is done, whatever. The defense was going at Eli's legs, like with a second left in the game. They didn't do it once. They did it twice. So that was that was pretty ridiculous. You don't see that in the NFL. Like, they teams just don't do that. And Shiano had his players go at the bottom of his feet to try and get that ball out. So um, screw Greg Shiano. But very happy he's back at Rutgers. Okay. Tom Coughlin. He wanted to kill him. And I loved Every second of it. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Shiana deserved to get killed. Anyway. What do I know, though? Nothing. Well, that wasn't, wasn't very nice, but... Okay. Oh, great games these quarterbacks are having tonight on this Sunday Night Football. Uh, yeah, uh, Danucci, though. Italian Great, stallion, great games. I mean... Italian stallion. Danucci, Danucci has a solid, uh, like, 50% completion percentage with, like, yeah. in 14 plays. Looks like Dallas defense Both, is showing up, though. The estimated QBR, which usually the QB... This, this QBR... I'm pretty sure that because I follow again, I follow analytic. I'm very analytic, very analytical tonight. Um, this is like the one that's out of like 100, not out of 158.3. So it's harder to be good. But still, when you have numbers that slow, it's pretty atrocious. 17 and a half for Carson Wentz and 15 and a half for uh, Ben DiNucci. So really, really great quarterback play we're seeing tonight. And the crazy thing is, is Carson Wentz has arguably been the much worse quarterback tonight but his numbers are slightly better. We have one more game to talk about snacks and the quarterback play in this game was exquisite. Mm-hmm. Do you want to bring it up? No, I, you, you go. I've been talking too much. No, you haven't. You haven't been talking enough. Um, so let's go back to last year and it was week three, September 22nd, 2019. And it was the kids first start. It was Daniel Jones's first start. Giants were 0 two. Um, Shermer and the Giants pulled the plug on Eli, and they went to Daniel Jones. And boy, honestly, over the last like five years, that's this is probably my favorite game. Just like the roller coaster that it was, we were down twenty eight ten at half. You know, Jones was looking; he was looking okay. It wasn't you know, it wasn't doing anything crazy. Um, but it was nice to see that that we had a quarterback that could that could run a little bit because that that was a that was a sight for our eyes because we've never seen that before. Um, but he didn't. He didn't do too much. He had, you know, he had the, the seven yard rushing touchdown in the first half. But twenty eight ten, you're thinking, okay, this game's over. Janoris Jenkins was getting beat like a rag doll by Mike Evans all game long. Mike Evans, do you want to hear what Mike Evans' stat line was? Yes. Eight receptions, one hundred ninety yards for three touchdowns. Mm. Jenkins. Got destroyed, destroyed by Mike Evans. Anyway, I digress. Um, this game also happened to be Saquon Barkley. He uh, high ankle sprain this game. People forget about that. And after we won, he was on the crutches and coming in and celebrating and everything. But this was Danny Dimes' show. This is his coming out party. Um, Giants explode in the second half. I think the first drive, they went down the field. Um, he hits Evan Ingram for that 70-yard pass. 75-yard pass, and he goes down the sidelines. Um, I remember Darius Slayton with a great block. Um, then he threw a beautiful ball, beautiful ball to uh, Sterling Shepard after a beautiful ball to Darius Slayton. And the end of the game, the end of the game, fourth and five, Danny Dimes, he sees that wide-open lane up the middle, and he rushes for, I, I believe it was, um, what was it, like 12 yards, seven-yard seven run. Seven-yard run up the middle on fourth and five. And when you see a quarterback take off on fourth and five, I'm freaking out because it's the game. The game's in their hands. But, and of course, in typical Giants fashion, uh, they leave the Bucs with too much time and Jenkins gets burnt deep again. They set the Bucs up for an easy chip shot, like 33-yard field goal, whatever the hell it was. And they missed it. To this day, I don't know how he missed it. He did miss an extra point, but like before that. But are you kidding me? It was crazy. And for just one week, 
we had glimpses of hope. And then we know how the rest of the season went. But anyway, so um, Dave Wait, you Dimes. Know, you know how you know how you know, and this quickly, you know, it. it um, what am I trying to say? Funny how no things quickly change. Funny how things quickly change. You know, everybody's so excited about Herbert. You know, people so ex- are so excited about Burrow. You know, people are so excited about Tua. You know, I know Tua didn't really Tua contributed zero percent to his team. He did nothing today. today yeah. But still, you know, people are so excited for those guys because they're, you know, they're well, Burrow got, just got a second one. Herbert's not even winning. But people are just generally excited to them because of their performance. And now a lot of people are on Giants Twitter are, you know, either being pessimistic and saying, oh, look at these quarterbacks because they're just pa- impassive watching the other teams and because we're envious of some other situations. Or they're being hypercritical of everything, and you know, I, frankly, the the position that I'm on when I'm watching just other football teams in general right now, I'm trying to just enjoy football. I'm not trying to watch other teams to nitpick and then compare to the Giants' situation, which I know it can be very tough to do mm-hmm. if you spend so much time watching the Giants. And I'm, you know, high key, low key talking about my co-host Bobby Skinner right now. <laughs> it's it's so tough to when you have so many people in your mentions and you know so many conversations that you're having either with your friends or with people online about how bad the giants are and you maybe you're trying to defend some things it's so tough to just watch other other games and be happy with it but for that one game and that one week snacks we were we were those other fan bases or at least we were those other fan bases in giants twitter's minds because i don't know how chargers fans feel about herbert you know, they 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 probably are getting a little frustrated that that they keep on fucking choking games. I don't know how Bengals fans feel about Burrow. They should be very excited about Burrow. They should Burrow be very was, excited, yes. Burrow is putting up some very awesome, like, un- underrated, like, good little analytical numbers and trends that you like to see. But my whole point is, is that for that one week, we had all the hope in the world that... Oh, you know, I, this is the guy <laughs> we gotta win, and we're moving forward. So that that's all. All that being said, that was the one week that we had the largest amount of hope. Because even though we won against Washington the next week, there the level of excitement we had has not been matched since. No, not even remotely close. It was through the roof, and obviously everybody ripped the Giants for for taking Daniel Jones at six. So the fact that he came out there like that and performed the way he did was just. It's just such a great thing to see, and um, you're right. That excitement was absurd. I, I, I'm telling you, I haven't screeched like that in in a long time, long time. Um, when I watched him take off on that fourth and five, I was I was in awe. I really was. I was like, no fucking way. And then you know, as I said in typical Giants fashion, they just decide to try and give the game away because Junior Jenkins is a piece of shit and I fucking hate him. Um, that didn't yeah. happen. We're, we're not going to acknowledge that part of the game. No, no, we're not. This was, this we won was all we, we, right. You're correct. This was all Danny Dimes and I was so happy for him. Um, and the hug too at the end with like him and Eli was, was pretty special. So, oh yeah. Um, just a cool moment, a really cool game, a fun game, like very exciting back and forth yeah. game. Um, so David and I, watched it together you did i uh i i I, uh cooked up some unhealthy snacks in the crock pot uh it was was basically a a hash brown casserole 
with 17 million different types of cheeses and ranch seasoning and bacon and uh, it, it was it was it was a heart attack waiting to happen Kinda and love that, though. we were live on periscope when matt gay missed the field goal the obscenities that we said was not appropriate but it, it's still it's probably one of my it's probably my favorite video that i've that we've ever done that, that i've ever done because i think david was holding the camera and then you know, we, we were just celebrating together. We were hugging. Oh my, it was, it, it was wild. <laughs> Going back so I'm, I'm yeah, smiling. Dude, yeah, you're smiling, smiling just remin reminiscing about it, right? Yeah. Ah, it's, it's very, it's very, uh, it's very good. Um, that was a fun game. I think you guys live streamed that last drive, didn't you? We did. We were, we were live throughout that entire thing. That's right. I, I think I remember checking in for a minute. Huh. It's funny. Yeah. What are you going to do? Now we suck dick and. Oh, nope. sorry. That's not. Nope. Nope. Bad D word. Yeah, that was that was bad. I know you didn't want to really edit. I'm sorry. That was bad. No, nah, I'm. I, hey, I don't care on this podcast. Yeah, I don't just care. just let it stay. It's fine. I, I apologize. So for anybody that wants to know what I apologize for, it's that. I apologize for saying that. That was right. a loose we're, cannon. We're halfway. We're halfway through the regular season. I'm sorry. I just cut you off. We're halfway. No, through please. The I'm glad season. you did. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're officially, well, eight games in, you know, 17 weeks, whatever the fucking shit. You know, we're we're halfway through the season. Um, that means that we're halfway there to Bleeding Blue becoming a much more fun podcast. And honestly, I am I, I'm going to miss Giants football when it's gone. But I'm very excited to get back into this and get back into what really makes this show really good. And, you know, Giants history and the stories and we'll try to get some more interviews and this, this is going to be the type of interviews that are going to be most fun because we're going to have people come on and talk like solely happy things. And, you know, yeah, we're going to use people for their knowledge, but I feel like it's everything that people like to talk about. Like we may, you know, we may try to get Patricia Trania on and because she wrote her book about the big 50, about the men, the moments and the stories of the giants. It's a perfect thing for this. That may not happen. That probably won't happen because she she flakes out on a lot of things, but we'll try to make it happen. Dave Tollison, I mean, you know, him coming on just talking stories of the Super Bowl teams. It, you know, this is this is gonna be a fun offseason. And I'm honestly bleeding blue is what is making me excited for the offseason right now. God damn so, right, baby. God damn right. I cannot wait. And I will say just on a personal level, I um the listen, you, Bobby, you guys are killing talking giants. It's been a rough patch this season. But whatever, we are going to dominate this offseason. And my ultimate goal, I know this is like really shooting for the moon. Um, not at all. That's not what I mean. I'm, I'm being a little sarcastic. But I really want Brandon Jacobs to get on this on this podcast. I know we talked about it and you said, uh, I won't repeat what you said. Maybe it's, maybe it'd be a little boring or something. No, that's the guy. I want Jacobs to talk giant football with us. Maybe we make a list. All right, fine. That could be a good snacks pantry. Okay. Okay. That could be a good snacks pantry uh, segment. If you don't know what snacks pantry is, you'll find out soon, hopefully. Yes, you will. But um, if if and if you're and if you're a listener, fade the public or any other of snacks of shows, you definitely know what this is. But snacks pantry, that could be a good category for players, people. Within giant, like giant centered people, doesn't even have to just be players, mm -hmm. people that you would love to interview. So this is even like including like Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi was was an offense coordinator for the Giants. He so was. he counts. He was there. 
He was there. This is a good point. Um, okay, I like that. That's a good idea. I like that a lot. All right, we have we have a few we have a few different ones lined up. All right, snacks. Let's get out of here. Um, yes, Justin, Giants I love playing you. tonight. Um, I love you too. Um, you think the Giants are going to win? You know the Giants are going to win. I know they're going to uh, win. I, yes. I know there's going to be blood. There may even be COVID sprinkled in there too. Um, <laughs> imagine you just you could see blood, but you also oh, <laughs> there's COVID. Um, That's, you see you, you see are, the COVID you are being a spread. Ridiculous asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Go Giants. Uh, you'll see us whenever. That's yeah, that's that's we'll my see, promise. We'll, we'll see you soon. Love Keep on all. bleeding blue. Love you all. Every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you. Every single day, every word you say, every game you play, every night you stay, I'll be watching you. Oh, can't you see, you belong to me. Every step you take